0: Listen to Pastor France for the unadulterated word of God, rightly dividing the word of truth, unraveling mysteries, and preaching Jesus Christ as God Almighty. Today's message. Let me give you an example of real spirituality and canal spirituality. Martha and Mary. In the book of Luke, chapter 10, from verse 38. Now, it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. So the house belonged to who? Martha. She's the landlady. And she had a sister. I'm sure it's a younger sister. Called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet. And what? That is the most important part. And head is word. The matter was cumbed about much serving. That is that aspect, like the tables. And came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she should help. I'm sure she's expecting Jesus Ah, Mary, you are too lazy. Go and help your sister. But Jesus didn't do that. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, how many times did I call you now? He said, Lord, two times. He said, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But what? One thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. What was Mary doing? Sitting at his feet Hearing the word. He said one thing is needful. Speak the word only. One thing. The, the word only is spirituality. spirituality. One thing is needful. So you see, when you talk of spiritual churches, we are talking about word teaching churches. So all those people, they call spiritual churches. I wonder what spiritual We're teaching churches. That is why when Jesus was sending disciples, he said, go and teach all nations. That is spirituality. Teaching churches are spiritual churches. Not jumping and rolling on the ground. Say, hey. Then he said, everybody keep quiet. The spirit has come. The spirit has come. They use it to deceive people. Praise God. Spiritual churches are wet churches. Luke chapter five, verse seventeen. Let me show you a spiritual church. And it came to pass in a certain day, as he was what teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And what was happening? The power of the Lord was present to heal them. What was present? The power of the Lord. What was he doing? He was teaching. Was he jumping and saying highly, highly, highly? Teaching the word and the power of God was present. Teaching the word, the power of God was present. He sent his word. His word healed them. So you want spiritual church? Success Chapel is one of them. Hallelujah. All those spitting people, people give names. And you know, it is the world that gives names. See, so you know, all those spiritual churches. Which spiritual? All those deceiving churches. Praise the Lord. You know, the Jews in the days of Jesus, before Jesus came, their spirituality were, were all canna, canna, canna. That's why Jesus was attacking them, that you, you pay tithe of mint and cumin and all those things. And you've left the spiritual aspects, judgment, mercy, faith. So they were operating carnal spirituality when Jesus stepped into the scene. And so that lady who met Jesus at the well, she knew something about spiritualism. You know, sometimes when I see people trying to depict that woman as a prostitute, I wonder if they understand what we are talking about. Because, you know, Jesus asked for Jesus is prostitutes, he talked to. That woman wasn't a prostitute. Prostitutes are not respected. Are you aware of that? The woman went to her town. And the Bible says the whole town followed her. Do you think prostitutes, they will follow her? No. Because he said you have been with five men and the one that you are with is not your husband. Jesus was not saying that she's a prostitute. That's why she has been with five men. He was saying that she has had a terrible marital life. Terrible marital life. Because marriage has to do with same minds. Two cannot work together except they what agree. So she had had marriages that didn't work because there was no agreement of focus, agreement of understanding, and so there was always problem. And when Jesus was discussing with her, you will see that she was spiritual. Because after Jesus told her everything, he said, our fathers worship. She had been worshiping. John chapter 4, verse 19. And the woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshiped in this mountain. And he said, Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet in jerusalem worship the father jesus said what you are talking about is carnal spirituality i have come to change that verse 23 but the hour cometh and now is when the what true worshipers shall worship the father what in spirit and in truth for the father seeker said to worship him so not spiritual Physical activity, we are going to the mountain, we are going to Achimota Forest, we are going to, and then then when you enter Achimota Forest, then you are very spiritual. Say me, I'm just coming from Achimota Forest now. What he's trying to say is, I've gone to do spiritual work. You don't need Achimota Forest to do spiritual your bedroom is enough. Spirituality has nothing to do with physical or geographical places. No. Yes, it was in the Old Testament, but now Jesus said, no, it is now in your spirit. That's why when you want to pray, he said, enter into your closet. And that closet doesn't mean your bedroom. It means enter into your inner man. Because Paul said, I serve God by my inward man. So it is the inward man that connects with spirituality. That's why I said God looks not at the outward, but at the heart. So when you see a spiritual person, he may be quiet, not making so much noise, but he's contacting God powerfully. He's after the word. Look, let me tell you, sitting down, reading the word, understanding, he has more power than jumping and shouting without the word. No, the word, the entrance of thy word giveth a light. And give it understanding. I see fire coming through you this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Do you know when Paul was killing Christians? He was killing Christians because he was operating carnal spirituality. Because it is only in carnal spirituality that you do wickedness and you think you've done good. You understand that? Carnal spirituality, wickedness is, is good. Because you are fighting for God. So you see, people who are. Operating canal spirituality, they can be quarrelsome. They can be competitive. They can do all those attitudes, the emotional things that don't depict Christianity. Holding malice, worldly talk, you know, but they're always praying. You know, say, he prays, oh, he prays, oh, bompire, papa. Oh, pie? say. Oh, not assassin, no, bompire. Not he just finished empire ball. He went to insult somebody. You know, don't you see them? All the prophets around that insult each other and even use vulgar languages to insult themselves. But they are prophets. What spirituality are they operating? Canal spirituality. Somebody say, canal spirituality. Canal spirituality was what Paul was operating and he was killing Christians out of spirituality. It's canal spirituality. Real spirituality, they brought a woman. He said, We caught her in the very act. He was doing the thing when we caught her. Jesus said, eh. Is it true? He said, Yes, we caught her in the very act. Jesus wanted to ask them, Oh, you mean she was doing it by her own self? Because adultery is two people who should do it. Or oh, this one is a Mephrodite. So he has a male part and a female part, and he was doing the thing. And then you caught him. Even the first instance, you know that carnality is speaking. Because they have given, if it is through the cutting, they have given the male uh, a favor. It is the woman they want to kill. And Jesus looked at them, said, say, yeah, Moses said we should kill, we should stone them. So what are you saying? Uh, okay. Is that what Moses said? He said, yes. Okay. okay. So you, all of you, if you have not seen before stone, I'm very sure that they will think that they are seen. Nobody has seen it before. So they were still ready to stone. He says, stoop. And I'm sure when, you know the Bible said that he was writing on the ground. He was writing their sin, one after the other. There was Kofi Manisa. I said, Kofi Manson, yesterday you slept with your neighbor's wife. Hey, how did he know? He dropped his stone and went. Then he said, yesterday you went to steal. They are still looking for that thing to now. <laughs> Say, how did he know? He dropped his stone and left. You know Jesus sees everything. He told Nathaniel, when you were under the tree, I saw you. So he knew. I said, hey, he, he know that one. He, he know it. He know it too. Then, then when he finished, he said, "Woman, oh where are your accusers?" He said, "They all gone." He said, "Me too. I won't accuse you. Go. They sin no more." So real spirituality is merciful. Real spirituality is not looking for who to kill. It's looking for who to raise. It's looking for who to help. He's looking for who to make better. That's real spirituality. Canal spirituality is looking for who to, to disgrace, to bring down. That's why our churches are fighting each other, competition here and there. We are all preaching Jesus, yet we are quarreling each other. The other day, we had a program where we we're in the North Carnation. And it was a hotel, hotel, hotel. And we went to rent the hotel for a weekend to have a program there. And so it's, it was no, not even weekend, just Saturday. So we needed a banner to direct people who have been invited for the program. And when we got to the junction of that hotel, the only signboard there that we can tie something on was a church signboard. And apparently the church holds its meetings in that hotel, that they hold meetings on Sunday. So we went to tie our banner on the sticks of their signboard so that people will see. I was there ministering when somebody came to tell me that Somebody has removed your banner and thrown away. Said, ah, so I sent my men to go and check. And they went and said, the church said, we hold our service in that hotel. They said, oh, but you are not holding service now. Said, so why did you tie your banner on our signboard? You see? We are all preaching Jesus. Oh, I am preaching Jesus on Saturday. They are going to preach Jesus on Sunday. They have removed my own to throw away so that Jesus, my work for Jesus will be useless. And you think Jesus is looking so that on Sunday when they go to do their own, their own will be useful. Karnak spirituality has filled the church. It is carnal spirituality that makes people get angry when you correct them. I put something on the net about diversity, that diversity will be a right word. Trinity is not the right word. Somebody came and then he came to my page and was like, it's only Christianity that people attack people. And he was, he came to my page, oh, He came to my page, and he's talking in my page that I am attacking people. And all I said was, diversity is a better word. And then by the statement I made, Trinity looks weak, and it's true. It has hurt him that I have made Trinity look small. So he came to my page to attack me, and he's accusing me of attacking. You see, carnality has entered the church because we don't even know why we are called. And even in, in like, like Sussex Chapel, one church, church, I can tell you that it's not everybody that comes here on Sunday that is really here for service. You ask, what are they here for? Carnality. Praise, Praise the Lord. I'm not mind saying words about that. Praise the Lord. So, you see, carnality has its areas, the things he opposes. So, you see, some, in some churches, People are interested in traditional things. You don't touch his tribal when you talk anything against his tribe. ah, You are him. You are enemy. Is somebody hearing? Because he opposes his tribe higher than Christianity. Jesus was told, your mother and your brothers are looking for yourself. Who is my mother? Who is my brother? These ones that are here listening to my word. But there are people in the church that if you talk against their tribe, they won't come to church the following day. And then they will begin to tell people, don't go to that church again. <laughs> it's a bad man. He doesn't like our tribe. So tribe is the reason you want to have church. So you have, you have Ashanti church, Ga church, Ewe church. Is there a Waza church? Hallelujah. Carnality. Jesus was accosted by some of the traditional people in his days because his disciples were doing some, some things that was against their tradition. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 15, verse 1 to 9. Then came to Jesus Christ some Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Is it your stomach they are putting the thing? <laughs> but he answered and said unto them, Why do ye also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and thy mother, and, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, whosoever shall say to his father or to his mother, it is a gift. By whatsoever they might be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of God of non-effect by your tradition. Now look at it. There is the word of God that says, honor your father and your mother. And in case you do that, it's a serious thing. So if you do that, you will die. And then, you know how it started? Somebody dishonored his father. And he should die. And then he brought a lot of money. Say, said, ah, you'll kill me. Plenty day where this one is coming from. Oh, let's forgive him. Let's forgive him. Let's forgive him. Uh, since he has brought gifts, he brought cola. <laughs> the guy brought, bring cola. Let's leave him. <laughs> so then he took the cola and left him. So next time, he sought his father. And brought more cola. You get a point? Now, the tradition has claimed the word of God. That is carnal spirituality. So, there were spiritual people, all right? But because of gift that they will talk, they are ready to put the word of God aside. Praise the Lord. Did I say something at all? So, you see, carnal spirituality is the enemy of Christianity. I would not mind worse about it. It is the enemy of, if you see somebody who is behaving spiritual, spiritual, and is not. Word-based, stay away from him. That's what that scripture said. Having the form of godliness, denying the power thereof. The power is in the word. You're denying the word, stay away from him. Stay away from him. Because demons also have power, right? Demons so it is not having the form of godliness and denying the power thereof. And so you say, oh, power. The the, the anointing. You say, oh, that's not what he's talking about. The power of the word. In the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 16, when they said the fire of God fell, while he was just speaking, there came also another and said, the fire of God is falling from heaven. The fire of God is falling from heaven and had burnt up the sheep and the servant and consumed them. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Was it the fire of God? Whose fire was that? Fire of demon. And you know, the people who came to report, what they saw was fire of God. And I'm sure that is what they will spread everywhere. So when Job's friends were coming, they said, come and see, God is fighting Job. God is fighting Job. You know, fire of God fell and killed all his sheep. And they said, eh, it's true. That Job is always behaving as if he's a good man. He's a sinner. Let's go and tell him. And then they went there. They went to lambast him. Job, you're a sinner. You said, I'm not a sinner. I'm righteous. You said, you're a sinner. See, fire of God came down. It wasn't fire of God. So all these prophet this, prophet that, prophet this, and then, yes, yeah, demons will enter into carnal spirituality. I, I, you know how well that. Satan is always looking for what to use to deceive men. So when men make mistakes, Satan goes to push it. When Christians made mistakes about Trinity, Satan push it. Trinity became like the authority of Christianity. And Christians are defending it without knowing that it has become an idol. When men make mistakes, demons enter the mistake and put power, demonic power in the mistake. And then it will be bringing resource. And say, if it is a mistake, why is it not? Why is it? And you see, and, and I, I prayed and, and then this one happened. I prayed and this one. It, it's not true. It is not your prayer. It's Satan deceiving. Do you hear that? It's not your prayer. It's not your prayer. It's Satan deceiving. You see, when you are operating canal spirituality, you see, your mind is blinded. So you even wrong things, you see them as right. Like Paul was killing Christians. And to him, he was doing the right thing. You see, so person who operates carnal spirituality, for instance, will be praising somebody who fornicated and had a child against someone who is living a clean Christian life and is not having a child. See, you see this one now. He has a child. And everybody knows that this one is fornicating up and down. But you see, the fact that he has a child, that means God's power is on him. What about the mad people on the street? What are the prostitutes that are throwing children into gutter? Is somebody hearing? So the devil knows how to blind people's minds to praise the Lord. So you see, carnal kind of spirituality is very subtle. If you are not careful, you won't see it. You know David, that, when he was taking the ark, what he did was carnal kind of spirituality. Fine activity. Call the musicians. This, that, that, and then they were singing. Before yeah, they were singing, and then they were celebrating God. But it was not according to the word. First Chronicles, chapter thirteen, verse seven to eleven. It was not according to the word. So when Uzzah died, David said, "Ah, what, what did we do wrong?" He said, "They won't take the thing home again. So Obadiah don't carry it." But later he went to sit down. I'm sure his spiritual mind woke up. And then he sat down. So what did he do wrong? Then he went to the word of God. And noticed that, hey, I thought we were doing something right. It's not according to the word. So then he called the priest and said, look, we did something wrong. You go and sanctify yourself and come. You are the chief and the elders of the people. You are the one who carried the ark on your shoulder, not on a donkey. And then they did it, and it was beautiful. So you see, even David by excitement when carnal spirituality. So it is easy for someone who is up to date spiritual to enter into carnality. Very, very easy. Without knowing. And everybody will agree that, oh yes, that is what is in base, carnality. Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Peter said, Thou the Christ, son of the living God. Jesus said, wow, you got it. And then Jesus started telling them what will happen to him. You know, uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 20 said, don't tell anybody that I'm Christ. And then 21 started telling them what will happen to him. He's going to Jerusalem and will be killed. And then Peter took him and started rebuking him. Then Jesus turned and looked at Peter's face and said, get in here, Satan. For thou shalverest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. Peter, who Jesus, in the same scripture, Jesus commended that you receive Revelation from my Father which is in heaven. That same scripture. Jesus called him Satan. That means if you put the word of God aside, you will enter into where Satan can use you. Satan can borrow you quickly and use. There are a lot of people Satan is using, but they don't know. They think that it is them. Satan is using them. And when Satan is using you, it's like rat. When he bites you, then blow breeze. So you, you enjoy it. Somebody that I knew, that went to defy one girl. And then when I was talking, to said, you see, but God has forgiven me already because, you see, immediately the thing happened and I asked God for forgiveness. Somebody came to give a big offering in, a, in my ministry. You see the point? So the offering shows that God has forgiven me. Can I like spirituality. Instead of you to go remorse and, and ask God, Lord, forgive me. Satan quickly deceived you with offering. Oh, God has forgiven you. Is somebody, somebody hearing me? So you see, there is a lot we need to learn. We need to humble ourselves and learn. Saul, so, King Saul, can spirituality. He was sent and told what to do. When he went, he did his own thing. Uh, according to him, he didn't do wrong. I, hey, I've done it. Hey, I did it. Yeah, but what? what all these he said, oh, you know, the men carried it to give to your God. He said, you see, To obey is better than to sacrifice. And the sin of disobedience is like witchcraft. You see, carnal spirituality can easily produce witches. Easily. Because when you are operating carnal spirituality, you are inviting demons to work with you. Because certain traits will be in your life that will make you disrespect authority, like King Saul. King Saul disrespected Prophet Samuel. What was the next thing Saul did? Saul went to consult a witch, the witch of Endor. So it's a carnal spirituality gradually drives people into witchcraft. That's why Samuel told him that the sin of rebellion is like the is like witchcraft. Hallelujah. It's like what? Witchcraft. Maybe we should read that one. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 20 to 23. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and I have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and I have brought Agag the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took their spoil to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. And Samuel said, Had the Lord as great delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord, Behold, to obey is better than what? Sacrifice and to hack him than the fat of Rams. 23, for rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. What did he reject? Oh, say it again. What did he reject? So the word of God, when you reject it, God rejects you. That's why Jesus said, Many shall come from the east and the west. You will sit with Abraham, and the very children who have rejected the word will be cast into hell. So, a Christian who is not holding on to the word, or loving the word, or operating with the word, and is doing other spiritual things, will be cast away. He said, Rebellion is like witchcraft. So, you see, when you are operating carnal spirituality, you are gradually becoming a witch without knowing. Because you disobey spiritual orders, You disobey spiritual authority. King Saul got to a time that Samuel was afraid of King Saul because he could kill him. You get a point? That is where it has gotten into. Why? Because carnality is what is leading his spirituality. Praise the Lord. So you give room to demons. Carnal spirituality give room to demons. And the Bible says neither give place to the devil, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, the canal spirituality makes you to open door. Because what canal spirituality does is that he's not interested in the process. He's interested in the end product. You get it? So whatever means you use, as long as what you got look like a blessing, it is from God. So the process doesn't matter. That's why I gave that illustration of Somebody who is fornicating, for instance. Somebody who is fornicating and then had a child. Say, ah, see, God. And then you come and say, God has blessed me. Oh, see, I have my child. And maybe there's somebody who is working with God and doing everything and then child is talking just like Penina and Hannah. Look, at some people are here every time they are carrying Bible, they don't have a child. You get the point? That is what canal spirituality does. The end justifies the means. But it's not supposed to be like that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I see true spirituality rising from this ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. I see true spirituality rising from this ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. True spirituality relies on the word of God. It does not rely on emotional you know vibrations and all. You know, of spirituality is like the form. You know, so like cosmetic activities. So it's beautiful. Oh, it looked like. Oh, it's beautiful. Like what David did. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, and pastor no 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 sa no now, and then the no. no, as oh, whole You yes, oh, said Pastor, dear, give your word pa on my word. Nay, no, my oh, on my word. Me refimum now on my word, pa. Now, you're a team, me Tom, you are good and you're merciful, and on to back on so He remembers all the songs that the word he didn't remember because the word doesn't matter to him at all. Praise the Lord, rise upon your feet, <laughs> hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wow. That was Pastor Franz, the apostle of diversity. For more of Pastor Franz' messages, you can also subscribe to Diversity Broadcasting Network on YouTube. Jesus is God Almighty.